Today's episode is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. Equity harvesting, my value's up, now what? Here are FHA's new commissioners for priorities. And a mortgagee letter addresses mortgage forbearance and qualifying for an FHA mortgage after the fact. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of September 28th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly. It's the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage professional. Your host, Shannon Hicks here, welcoming you to the last week of September. Yes, we are almost to the end of the fiscal year. should be interesting to see where Heckam endorsements land. And by the way, speaking of the Heckam, do not miss the industry leader update. You'll find it here on HeckamWorld.com. We're going to go over Jeannie May's complete surprise as to the deadline when they can no longer accept any Heckam mortgage-backed securities that are linked to the LIBOR index. So be sure not to miss that. Now under our first story, equity harvesting. This comes from Forbes, Jen Miller, and Mike Cetera. Despite economic uncertainty, home values, you've seen it probably in your particular area, have been on a tear. Question is, are we in a bubble and what should folks do with their home equity? We're seeing the suburbs of New York City actually having bidding wars. Once again, many are fleeing the downtown area as home appreciation has been increasing rapidly in many regions of the United States. So what can one do when they're seeing their equity is significantly up in their home value? One is they can sell their home. It may be the right time for older homeowners to downsize. It also could be ideal for those interested in moving to a lower priced housing market and maybe pocketing some of that money. The second choice is to have your home reappraised so you can ditch any attached private mortgage insurance or PMI. This would apply to the borrower who put down less than 20% on the property when they purchased it, but they would need to show the lender the home has in fact increased in value, which would lower that ratio. The third choice is to take out equity. Yes, interest rates are incredibly low, including for reverse mortgages. And so those who are at least 62 and older and own the home as their primary residence may want to pursue that route. And when it comes to traditional mortgage refinances, I know a number of individuals who have actually refined their home into a 30-year mortgage at interest rates below 3% or just barely above. FHA's new commissioner, Dana Wade, shared some of her goals for the agency. This during a recent conference call with working women in the mortgage industry last Tuesday. And here they are. FHA is considering building a validation services technology. Now that is in the interest of giving the mortgage companies more clarity on the day of origination, said Wade. And she'd like to see a quicker validation timeline for borrower information through bank data and other sources. Second is to make some changes to FHA's defect taxonomy. Now, this is how it's working. FHA is looking to give the lender more certainty when it comes to their standing and compliance and improve its defect taxonomy. Now, that's going to be really key. If you're wondering what taxonomy is, simply put, it's FHA's method of identifying a defect in the loan at the loan level, and it gives useful data and feedback in the categorization of those defects to help the lender. Third, FHA is considering removing the HECM from FHA's mutual mortgage insurance fund. Yes, we've heard about that for years. When asked about the move of the HECM program, Wade noted that while HECMs can help a senior borrower who could be facing challenges, they are, quote, complicated. And HECM performance has not been as strong as FHA's traditional mortgage program. She says she likes the notion of removing FHA's reverse mortgage program from the main fund. 
In her fourth goal, while FHA will continue to have credit flowing, they are very unlikely to lower FHA insurance premiums to do so. Wade said during the virtual event, the population of borrowers that FHA serves are more adversely affected by COVID-19. It's important that we stay vigilant and able to respond to any challenge. We're constantly looking at credit availability and where FHA needs to step in. And I think that is a wise decision because the housing market once again is approaching bubble territory. Last week, I saw a post on LinkedIn from my friend Jim Milano alerting me to the fact that FHA has released a mortgagee letter which specifically addresses how to deal with those applying for an FHA mortgage that previously entered into mortgage forbearance. Now, that's mortgagee letter 2020-30, and it expands FHA's underwriting guidelines for those who have been in forbearance or are now seeking a new FHA-insured financed loan. For example, a borrower who continues to make payments under the terms of the original note while being under a forbearance plan is not considered to be delinquent or late and must be treated as if they're not in forbearance if the forbearance plan is terminated at or prior to closing. You may be saying to yourself right now, Shannon, why are we talking about this? It has nothing to do with the reverse mortgages. True, but you may run into older individuals with an FHA loan and forbearance, and it is very important for you to know what they may be actually facing if they try to get a new loan. So here are the general guidelines for mortgage payments forbearance where they're still eligible for a new loan. One, the borrower continue to make regularly scheduled payments and the forbearance plan is terminated. Or two, for cash out refis, the borrower has completed the forbearance plan and made at least 12 consecutive monthly payments. Third, for purchase and no cash out refis, the borrower has completed the forbearance plan and made at least three consecutive monthly payments. Number four, for credit qualifying streamline refis, the borrower has completed the forbearance plan and made less than three consecutive monthly payments. And fifth, for all streamline refi transactions, the borrower has made at least six payments on the FHA insured mortgage being refinanced. So there you have it, the situation that some of your potential reverse mortgage borrowers may be facing with their existing FHA loan or if they're looking to refinance into a new FHA loan, Perhaps it's time for the ultimate FHA loan, one that has no required monthly payments. That concludes episode 637 of Heckam World Weekly. We want to thank you for joining us. And if you're not already on HeckamWorld.com, be sure to go there. That's where you can find our latest breaking video commentary analysis and also our weekly blog articles. If you're on iTunes, you can also listen and subscribe there as well. Thanks again for joining us and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.